throughout John chapter 18, we read of several prophecies being fulfilled. You can see it in 18 verse 9. We also have Peter denying belonging to Jesus' band of disciples three times, which Jesus said would happen way back in John chapter 13. And then look at verses 28 through 32 and notice how it ends. It was part of the sovereignty of God that the Romans would be the ones to execute Jesus. Why? Because Romans crucified people and Jews stoned people. And the prophecy was in John chapter 3 that Jesus would be lifted up like Moses lifted up the serpent on a pole. The prophecy was in John chapter 12 that Jesus would be lifted up from the earth and draw all people to himself. The prophecy was that anyone hanging on a tree would be cursed. Prophecy was that he would be pierced. And although the Romans didn't invent crucifixion, they had perfected it. And crucifixion is what fulfilled all of those prophecies. How is it that all of these things line up? Is it coincidence? Luck of the draw? No. In all of this, we see the hand of a sovereign God orchestrating and moving and arranging events to fulfill His purposes. Now, how do we respond to all of this? Why does John set this up this way? Well, John wants his original audience to know that Jesus was in control the whole time. Nothing ever got out of hand because Jesus never got out of God's will. And because of that, I must not pity Jesus as a victim on a cross, but rather, I must trust him as the Lord over my life. It would be very easy to pity Jesus, to look at the circumstances and to feel sorry for Jesus. But why would you feel sorry for a man who not only allows these things to happen, but forces them to happen a certain way? You cannot, if we read correctly, you cannot pity Jesus, but rather, what we must do is ask the question, who is this man who controls the situation so that it leads to him suspended between heaven and earth, hanging on a cross? What type of man is that? Well, the answer is that Jesus is not just a man. He is the God-man. And his forcing the issue all the way to the cross was so that Jesus could fulfill the will of the Lord, which was to provide a way for the sinner to be forgiven. Jesus forces the issue of the cross so that believers could enjoy the fellowship of God. So what type of man is this? This is not a victim we must pity. He's not a martyr that we must feel sorry for. This is the Lord over all, and I must trust him with my life. There's no other response. Jesus asks and demands no other response except for trusting and treasuring him as Lord and Savior. He doesn't ask you to like him. He doesn't demand that you think he is a skilled teacher of morality or a popular revolutionary. All of his teaching, all of his compassion, all of his gall and resolve culminate in the cross and then in his resurrection, which pushes him beyond the realm of nice teacher or great example or CEO leader. He is Lord. Today when you pray, please pray for Sam Freeman and his family, our missionaries in the Philippines. And also remember the Afrikaans Life Word broadcast that's heard in South Africa. Thank you.